0: Well, welcome back to our podcast series on Are You OK? And we've really been delving into all the facets, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and the red flags of any kind of mental illness. And I, I just want to say again, every time I say mental illness, I think it carries a stigma with it. This is not to create a stigma, but rather just to help you to analyze whether or not maybe your brain is um, suffering a little bit from all the craziness that we're dealing with. And, you know, let's be honest, everybody is struggling with it at some level or another, no matter how strong you are, no matter how strong you've been in your life. Um, it It's a time where we need to take this assessment and we need to be very honest, sometimes brutally honest, with how we 're doing, and are we okay okay so so this is really the the point to this series it 's the point to helping you resolve it, and it 's not made uh, we 're not doing this to make you feel bad about yourself or to make you think there 's something wrong with you because there isn 't you have the power to come out of this and I shared an inspirational story yesterday about a gal who dealt with clinical depression for over ten years and um and she you know she did psychology and and uh and drugs and 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 physiol or rather uh counseling and and all those psychotherapy and all those kinds of things and nothing really seemed to stick until she began to create a lifestyle change, a routine change, which is really what all of my podcasts are all about, is developing a routine. So I'm going to be getting into some of that as well. I did mention a few tips from that yesterday. So hopefully if you um, heard that story, you were inspired and you feel hope, um if you haven't heard it i would encourage you to go back and listen to it it is a true story it actually happened to one of my clients but i've had it happen to multiple other clients as well not saying that i've uh you know cornered the market on uh psychotherapy or or turnarounds i would never say that uh, i still support counseling psychotherapy and all the things that people do i think it's very helpful to our world um uh, but sometimes you know what we just need to look at it from another angle and that's what i offer so we before yesterday we were talking about the myths of mental illness, and I want to finish that list, and then we're going to get into some really solid, tangible tips on how you can, um, you know, get past all of this. So first, the next myth we have here is people with mental health needs, even those who are managing their mental illness, cannot tolerate um, the stress of people, okay? Uh, in other words, personality weakness or character flaws may cause mental health problems. People with mental health problems can snap out of it if they try hard enough. Well, that's another myth. Um, mental health problems have nothing to do with being lazy or weak. Um, it, it just kind of happens to us. And, you know, um, yet are there things that we could do to defray it? Yes, but Here again, I don't want you to beat up on yourself. We're living in a difficult time right now. Um, Are there things that we can do to uh, help come out of it? Yes, there are. But is there something wrong with you or you have a weakness towards people or towards yourself? No, that's not true at all. So, So there are many factors, okay? And we've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. There are biological factors, physical illness or injury. Possibly brain injury, brain chemistry, uh, life experiences, trauma, abuse from our past, family history, mental health problems, which, I mean, this all leads to these issues. But even today's society is, is putting a lot of pressure on people to perform at levels that they're not used to and have never had to contend with in their lives and so go easy on yourself, okay? Go easy on yourself and realize that there is a way to turn this thing around, to turn the ship around. So I want to encourage you on that. Now, the the, the next myth is, um, is that there is no hope for people with mental health problems. Once a friend or family member develops, one, he or she will never recover. Not true. I've seen case after case after case, turn it around. Studies show that people with mental health problems get better, And many recover completely. Recovery refers to the process in which people are able to live, work, learn, and participate fully in their communities. Um, There are more treatment services, community support systems than ever before, including coaching and uh, multiple other resources that you can use to draw yourself away from it. And then the next myth is therapy and self-help are a waste of time. Why bother when you can just take a pill? Treatment for mental health problems varies depending on the individual and could include some medication, therapy, or both. But many individuals work with a support system, in other words, accountability system. Um, a, a, you know, and I'm just going to use the word coaching, but it could be coaching from a psychotherapist, it could be coaching from a psychologist, it could be uh, from a, uh, um, a a counselor or from a coach. Um, and and then having mentors and people that will support you around this is all part of the process. So important, okay. And then the next myth is, I can't do anything for a person with a mental health problem. Not true. Friends and loved ones can make a big difference. Only 44% of adults uh, with diagnosable mental health problems and less than 20% of children and adolescents receive needed treatment. Friends and family can be an important influences to help someone get the treatment services they need by the following. Reach out and let them know you're available to help or that you care. Help them access mental health services. Learning and sharing the facts about mental health, especially if you hear something that isn't true. Taking the stigma out of the words mental health for those that are hurting. Treating them with respect, okay, and dignity. Refusing to define them by a word or a diagnosis or using labels like crazy. That is such a... That that will send them backwards faster than anything, so be really careful that you address this right now. I've been trying to do this throughout the series, not to use any connotations um, or, uh, you know, perceptions that would make someone not want to get help, which is the worst, worst case scenario. And then finally, the last myth is um, prevention doesn't work. It's impossible. Not true, Not true. Prevention of mental, emotional, and behavioral disorders focuses on addressing the red flags, which is what we're talking about, okay, such as exposure to trauma, which is what we're dealing with today, that can affect the chances that, you know, adults, young adults, youth, children could develop mental health problems, and they may be leaning in that direction. So that's the reason we went through that in part two of this. We went through that whole list promoting the social-emotional well-being of children and youth as well as adults, helps to uh, higher overall productivity, give better educational outcomes, lower crime rates, big story there, stronger economies, lower health care costs, improve quality of life, increase lifespan, and improve life in general. Wow. Not to mention relationships and a multitude of others. So we're going to go into recovery processes tomorrow and um and we're going to talk about the four dimensions of recovery and develop a recovery plan for you so i don't have a whole lot left of this series going to be a little shorter than our usual ones but i do want to encourage you to come back and hear the rest of this This it's michelle stuff your journey to greatness through routine hoping that you will come back and join us and wishing you an amazing day